At Farmers Insurance, we know every windshield collision has a unique sound. Beetle. Bird poop. Drone. Seen it? Covered it. Click for more. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Here age relives fond memories of the past. And here youth may savor the challenge and promise of the future. Disneyland is dedicated to the ideals, the dreams, and the hard facts that have created America. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Explore the Mouse Podcast. A podcast by Disney lovers for Disney lovers. Come join us as we dive into the wonderful world of Disney. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Explore the Mouse Podcast. And as Donald said, I'm your host, Eric Legaikis, along with my really beautiful, lovely wife, Casey. Oh, I got a really beautiful today. Yeah. Hey, everybody. (laughs) We got to switch it up a little bit. Wow. Um, So, yeah. So this is episode seven. We are continuing our journey through the magical kingdom of Disney World. <laughs> I is this I think this is it for Magic Kingdom. No, we have Tomorrowland. Oh, duh. Yeah, we have Tomorrowland to um to finish up. So, duh, sorry. Um, but no, yeah, so we're we're in Fantasyland. So we're almost there. We right. are almost there. Two more episodes and then uh, we get to move on to bigger and more beautiful things. Now, uh, if you guys head over to explorethemouse.com, I actually added a page to the website um, that actually logs, or well, not logs, but it shows you a calendar of our upcoming episodes. Yeah, through the end of the this year. Yep. So we have everything set all the way through, actually, New Year's Eve. I think it's December 31st yep. is the last episode of yep. the year. So um, we are very, very excited about that. And you guys can go and check out what uh, coming episodes are or what episodes are coming up and um, kind of tell us what you think and uh, what you want to hear. Yeah, so we start to move a little out of the parks and talk about some other things as well. So, which I'm really excited about. So um, head over to explore the mouse.com and check that out. And uh, thank you for everyone on social media too, because you guys have been awesome uh, and kind of helping us grow and yeah, helping us get some exposure. Every share and every listen. I mean, it truly helps us. So we thank you guys. Yeah, we've had some really, really good um, feedback from people on social media, which uh, we're really excited about. Um, also kind of built some, I guess you could say some branding relationships with some people. So uh, some cool stuff is happening. But for now, we're going to actually talk about the fantasy land. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we're going to talk about the fantasy land. Okay. Um, but yeah, so as everyone knows, Fantasyland is just an amazing place. It is probably one of our probably one of our favorite places to really hang out, honestly. And I know that we do say that a lot. I was say, didn't we just discuss last week that all we say is that's my favorite, that's our favorite. It it is, but I think <laughs> I think Fantasyland truly is one of my favorite hangouts inside the Magic Kingdom. And the only reason why for me personally is that I absolutely love classic Disney movies. Yeah. I mean this is when you think of Disney or when someone who doesn't visit Disney often, when they think of Disney, they think of the princesses and the princes. Mm-hmm. And I think they, they just kind of picture Fantasyland because of the old classic movies. Yeah. Um, so Fantasyland to me is like the epitome of the park. Um, you yeah. know, if you're looking at it from just not always knowing. so. And I mean, you look into, just, I mean, look in, as soon as you walk into the park, what is the very first thing you see when you hit Main Street is Cinderella's Castle. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, Cinderella's Castle is not only the center of Disney World itself. Well, actually, technically not the true center, but it is the centerpiece of Disney World. But right. it's also the main part of Fantasyland. Yeah. Um, you know, that's where a lot of that storybook you know, princess, princess. It is very magical happens. feeling. Very magical. I mean. um, so we're just going to kind of take a walk through uh, the Magic Kingdom, and okay. we're going to talk about some of our favorite things, uh, and we're going to go um, kind of tell you about some of the favorite food, too, because, Yeah, again, some of our favorite food is in Fantasyland. Uh, and actually, even with this recent last trip, they had a dessert that I was not too sure of that we tried that I'm... Uh, that I, at first, I did not like, and it grew on me a little bit. So. Yeah, we'll get there when we get there, because I didn't love it. <laughs> we'll get there when we get there. Well, I did. Well, um, so as we're, we're entering Fantasyland from uh, uh, Liberty Square, so right. pretty much right around the entrance um, to where uh, 
Haunted Mansion is, is where you're going to actually enter Fantasyland. And if you need a guide to kind of help you figure it out, um, look for Rapunzel's Castle or Rapunzel's Tower. Yes. Um, so Rapunzel's Tower is going to be like your main entrance. And uh, the Rapunzel Tower is your also first bathroom break. Yeah. Um, so if you're coming into that area. Now, cool, actually, uh, fun fact history about Rapunzel's Tower is... Uh, it's not that old. It's not that old. <laughs> and actually, before Rapunzel's Tower was built... Um, the actual station for the uh, like the Skyway system that used to go between Tomorrowland and Fantasyland. I almost called it the Skyliner, but Skyliner is the new one. Um, but the Skyway, which is the original right. Sky system, um, Rapunzel's Tower used to be the uh, oh interesting the Fantasyland station. Huh? Yeah. So I did not know that. Yep. So they replaced that uh, with Rapunzel's Tower and the bathrooms. So um, yeah, cool. and uh, that's about it. Yeah, that's really I mean, about I'm it. I'm still waiting. Like I'm telling you, Imagineers, get on this. Like, if you put a little gift cart there and call it Pascal's gifts, why yeah. are we not doing this? Well, we talked about it, and I'm because like, because I go to the bathrooms there constantly, and I'm like looking for something. Mm-hmm. You know, give me a churro cart. Give me something. We thought we talked about like, what if they sold frying pans? They <laughs> no, sold like, no, not we. You talked. Okay, about. I did. I thought it'd be <laughs> awesome if they sold like tangled. Like frying pans. I just don't think we need an entire frying pan cart. Yes, you do. <laughs> well, anyways, so that's anyways, pretty much the start of it. Hit me up. Um, I'd like to get this Pascal's cart rolling. But uh, the, actually, you come up to what? Actually, as soon as you pass it, you actually come up to two rides. Um, one of them is funny because one of them is Casey's favorite ride, and the <laughs> other one is kind of the ride that we both really do Hate. not like. <laughs> I wouldn't I use hate, hate that word. but yeah. I, would, I would definitely use we really don't like. Yeah, I won't say hate because we we do it um, if, you know, there's downtime or if there's not a long line. But So let's start with our lead favorite, and that's what we're talking about, and that is It's a Small World. It's a Small World. <laughs> um, so um, if you guys have ever been to Disney World you've pro- or even Disneyland, you have most likely have ridden Small World. Well, I mean, everybody knows the song because it's like, to me, it's like the song that will never end. It's just... Yes. It's just too much for me. But that being said, for nostalgia's sake, I get it. Like, my mom loves that ride, and I think it's because she went to Disney World as a kid, like, with her mom, and she, that was, like, one of the things that they did. And so we always have to do it if we go with my mom. <laughs> so, like, I get it, yeah. and there are people that absolutely love it, but I, it's just not for me. Now, I'll be honest with you. I mean, there. so I'm not a huge fan of the ride, and it's not one of my go-tos. But I do have to say, like, off of the nostalgia part of it, I do love It's a Small World simply because of the nostalgia. And originally, the Small World was um, basically designed by Walt Disney and, and his Imagineers for the 1964 New York World's Fair. Um, basically, they came to Walt Disney and said, hey, do you want to do a bunch of stuff? And he said, yes. Yeah. So that's what he did. It's a Small World and uh, Mr. Lincoln. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he did, those, he did those two animatronics for uh, that you know, now here, event. I'll give you, I will give credit where credit is due. I mean, it is an unbelievable feat for mm-hmm. that time. I mean, oh, to yeah. think of the amount of science and imagination that went behind it, I will give you that. Absolutely. It is unbelievable to think about that. We got to think about it. It has over 300 different animatronics in one ride. I would believe that. Which I think if I remember right, I think that is the most oh, animatronics in any Disney it has to be. Um, experience. So. You have to think about it is that, yeah, and during the, at 1964, well, actually before 1964, it was in uh, about like late 1962 is when the planning started. That was actually a ton of, you know, technology that wasn't really around. I mean, right. Walt created animatronics. Right. Like, you know, um, so, I mean, as a nostalgia part of it, you have to give the ride its, its due respect. Yes. It's just definitely not one that we go on often. Yeah. <laughs> um, if, the, if the wait is really short, we will. And it typically is because the queue line is so fast because you can fit so many people on a boat. Um, so it's usually not that long of a, lo- a wait. But I am going to step in here. Ugh, I hate that I'm this person. Um, the ride itself is essentially the same in both parks, but I think the facade mm-hmm. of the It's a Small World building in Disneyland is absolutely beautiful. Oh, it absolutely buries Walt Disney World. decorated for Christmas. It's Mm -hmm. just beautiful. You can't compare. There's no comparison, especially Walt Disney World. It's not. It's kind of actually tucked away um, 
you know, it's, it fits in Fantasyland. It's fine. But when you've gone to Disneyland and you've seen that one, or if you haven't seen it, Google it. Cause you can find some facade pictures. It's breathtaking. It's beautiful. Oh, yeah. And when we went to Disney, uh, Disneyland a couple of years ago, uh, I was, that was the thing that blew me away about that ride was yeah. the outside facade. Now also too, is like, they also had the outside, like where you get on the boats and you're on the little yeah, canals. The, yeah. Uh, you know, there's part of the ride that's outside, which I thought, um, was unbelievably, but, or unbelievable, but the actual facade itself, like you said, is just, it's beautiful. yeah, it's absolutely breathtaking. And if um, you can see it at Christmas, it's just gorgeous. Yeah. And if you've never been to Disneyland to see it, go Google some pictures of it. Yeah. Uh, and just take a look because I will have to say that the, that, that is probably one of the best things about the Disneyland version of it. Yeah. Um, besides that, it's not really <laughs> our favorite. <right? laughs> Anyways, um, sorry to start off on a negative note, guys. But uh, but on a positive note, we will go, <laughs> we're going to go to Casey's uh, most favorite ride, and that is Peter Pan's Flight. Yeah, I um, love it. It's so cute. You really you really introduced me to the Peter Pan's Flight, right? Um, which I thought was awesome because I never really went on it. Uh, it was one of those things that I just kind of was like, eh. Uh, yeah. I just never had any reason to go on it. And then you were like, what? You haven't even, you got to do this. <laughs> like really pay attention and look down. So that's what we did is, I mean, we went on the ride and, uh, I, it was just one of the, it was amazing because like yeah. just the first time, like we kind of, you know, we had everything underneath us. It was just so cool to kind of imagine flying above London and yeah. then Neverland, yeah. which I thought was really cool. And like I said, it was something I never really thought. And the craziest thing about that ride is that it's so simple, but it has one of the longest wait times longest of any consistent ride, consistent wait, wait times, times at mean, Disney World. Yeah. So <clears throat> when I used to go to Disneyland in college, because I went out, uh, I was in college out West, um, we used to go to Disneyland all the time. And that was how we ended our night because we could see the fireworks show whenever we wanted. So during the fireworks show, we would always run to Peter Pan and do Peter Pan. Um, and that was the only time you could get in the queue line, uh, for less than like 90 minutes. And now that they've redone the queue in Disney world, oh my God. I mean, we're talking all day. It was at one twenty. It's 70 right now. <sighs> yeah. And it is now... 8.20 at night. Yeah. And we couldn't get a fast pass for it. I would have used a fast pass on it, but we couldn't. So it's one of the, it's probably one of the quickest fast pass seller outs. I guess you could yeah. say sellouts that you can seller out seller outs. Um, but yeah, it's probably one of the quickest fast passes to go. Uh, cause I think there's been times that we've tried to get it like, you know, and they've already been gone for the whole day mm-hmm. and it's been, you know, what, 30 days prior to our trip. Yeah. It's crazy how quick fast passes go for that, but it is such a fun ride. And, you know, again, if you're into the classic Disney movies and you love that classic feel, the ride pretty much kind of brings you right into that classic feel of Peter Pan. It's just wonderful. It's so much fun. And I remember one time going, um, when we were in college and some losers in another like pirate ship, because that's what you, you get in a pirate ship um, and you fly over London at one point and there were some losers who had like taken some pot out and were smoking pot. So they stopped the ride to get them off. But I was stuck right over London and it was beautiful. Like I remember being in the um, pirate ship. I think I was with my friend Jordan and we just like sat there looking like, oh my God, have you ever seen that? Look how cool that is. So thank you to those losers who tried to smoke pot in Disneyland because <laughs> you're idiots, but it actually worked out for us because yeah. it was really fun to sit there and like actually pick out all the different places. And it was I do have to cool. say, I do like getting stuck on some rides because you really get to look at the details. Yeah. And you know, that, that's one of the things that with that ride, especially, but other rides as well, that impresses me about Disney is just the attention to detail that they have. Um, so that, that is really fun to do that. But, uh, Peter Pan's flight is definitely one of our favorites. Yes. Do it for sure. But don't do it when I'm there. Cause then you're going to clog up the queue guys. Oh, it's up to 75 minutes <laughs> in just that two, <laughs> just the two minutes that we missed. It's crazy. Like it's so crazy. I don't get it, but does I anyone, get it at the same time. By the way, does anyone else out there in the podcast or the listening world, um, just sit there and go on your My Disney app all day and just check wait times. <laughs> we do it like we'll be in the line at the grocery store and be like, hey, Big Thunder's only 20 minutes right now. <laughs> we should go. <laughs> uh, we're funny. losers like that. But yeah. um, if you kind of jump just kind of right over, you kind of go to uh, an area that I have to admit for the longest time 
I thought it was the wrong nationality. And I'm talking oh. about Pinocchio's Village House. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Pinocchio's Village House is your your really first true food experience inside yes, Fantasyland. In Fantasyland, yeah. Um, Coming from that direction. Yeah. Yes. And uh, for the longest time, <laughs> I, will, I will admit it straight on here. For the longest time, I always saw Village Haas, H-A-U-S, house. Yes. Which is typically German. And I also saw Pinocchio and the Lederhosen. And I always thought it so was we German. we just assumed. <laughs> and then there was one time we went and looked at the menu to see what they had. And I'm like, wait a second. There's Italian food all over this menu. Why is it paninis and pizzas? And then it kind of, it struck us that we were like, oh, wait, it's Geppetto. Italian. Oh, it's the Italian. The story is from Italy. <laughs> yeah. Um, it just threw me off because I'm so used to, you know, how, like Village yeah. House being German. But um, that is your first true ex- food experience, by the way. Yes. And it is Italian. Yes. Based <laughs> off the movie yeah. location. Um, but yeah, they got everything there, you know, from your different gelatos and, you know, your lemon sorbets, um, all the way to your chicken parm pastas, chicken parm sandwiches, um, margarita flatbreads, pepperoni flatbreads, all those type of stuff. And their prices are actually fairly decent. I mean, for your, um, you know, margarita flatbread, they're only, it's only $12, um, which actually really isn't a bad price. Which if you've listened to us before, you know, we do like quick pickups and we just split things between yeah. the two of us. So that's something that because we know we want to go pick something up around the corner, um, when we get to the top of the hill, we might just split a $12 flatbread. So great price to just split something and have a couple bites and go, okay, this was good. We took a picture. Let's move on. Oh yeah. So and I think probably my, the biggest deal that I think you can get here, if I had to like pick a deal would probably be their penne pasta with marinara. Uh, it is only $7.29. Oh, wow. <laughs> and for Disney, that is like shopping at the dollar store. So <laughs> um, it is extremely, extremely cheap. Um, but yeah, um, the Pinocchio house, they do have lunch and they also have dinner. Uh, the only thing that's different on their dinner is they do uh, strombolis. That's pretty much about it. Oh, that sounds good. It does sound good. Um, but they do strombolis on their dinner, which is pretty much the only difference. And uh, it is typically one of those $15 and under for both uh, lunch and dinner. So uh, it's also a cool place. Now, one one thing I want to point out that we totally forgot to point out on some other ones is that Disney Now, if you use the app, um, Disney Now at most of their dining locations actually does a order food where you could actually go onto the app and you could order the food that you want and actually go in and just pick it up, Um, which I wish... Well, actually, we tried that with Casey's. Yeah, you can't do it at, like, really heavy meal times. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we tried to do it for dinner while we were standing in line at Casey's (laughs) because we stood in line for 45 minutes, and I thought, let me go on it. If I just order it on the app, then we... Because they have a quick pickup line that you can just jump right in. But it said that you couldn't do it at that time. So yeah, but, I, um, my assumption is don't do it at like heavy peak meal times. Yeah, but uh, Pinocchio's Village House is one of them. So if you want, if you're going to go eat there, you could always order ahead and uh, have it ready for when you're going to be there. But um, if you kind of pop right over to the center, as you kind of run into uh, Prince Charming's Regal Carousel, and if you've, uh, I mean, you got to know what the castle or the carousel is. I mean, the carousel is an iconic piece of Fantasyland. Of course. Um, I mean, it's themed after Cinderella, you know, Prince Charming's carousel. Um, it's, it's really fun. Um, you know, especially if you have kids, it's, a you know, it's a fun excuse to get up or get off your feet a little bit. <laughs> it's never really that long of a wait time too, cause they can fit so many people. Yeah. Currently it's 10 minutes. So, yeah. uh, it's one of those like quick things, especially if you're trying to do something with the kids and, uh, um, there's actually something really fun that's right outside, but the last couple times we've been there, it hasn't been in there, but it's it's really famous at Disneyland is uh, the Sword in the Stone. Oh, yeah. Um, right in the front, like right in the front of the carousel, basically between like the carousel and the castle, um, they have a sword in the stone based off of the movie. Um, and I know that like throughout the day, people can go up and they can try to take it out. Uh, and for most part, not many people get it out and then some super strong person ends up getting it. <laughs> it's a really cool photo op too. It is a cool photo op. Even yeah. To get the kids pulling um, it out. But the last time, last two times we were there, it wasn't in the rock at Disney world. Yeah. So I don't know if they took it Where out permanently. Where go? Where do you, you know? Do I don't you know. Wonder? Well, maybe they had to, I don't know. Maybe they had to do something to it. But, um, the last two times we went there were spread out fairly, you know, fairly 
yeah wide or long and it wasn't it there wasn't both times so i don't know if they took it out of disney world um permanently but we did get to see it when we went to disneyland I feel which like they would have taken the stone out too though if they were taking it out completely yeah uh, maybe or they would have at least filled in like the little slot that's possibly. I, I don't, don't know. know. I'm just curious what they're doing with yeah, it. Yeah, but the, I mean, that's, and I haven't heard anything about it. So if anyone has heard anything about what happened to the sword at Disney World, um, you know, please let us know on social media. Um, now, obviously, the castle itself uh, is just a gorgeous centerpiece. You know, it's a centerpiece it's to, an the, icon. to the fireworks show. Um, but there actually is some cool stuff inside that a lot of people don't know. Um, one, if you're just looking for like just a really good photo op inside the tunnel of the castle that basically goes between Main Street USA and Fantasyland, um, is some gorgeous like mosaic tile work. Yes, beautiful. Um, and it's basically it's it's based off of Cinderella story. Uh, you know, so you got mosaic tile work with the Prince Charming, Cinderella, and all that stuff on it. And it is just beautiful, just to even look at. And uh, there are some hidden Mickeys in there. So if you're looking at hidden Mickeys, um, you can definitely go check that out. Um, but it's really cool. But one of the big things that's inside there is the Bibbidi Boppity Boutique. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've talked about it in the uh, down or the Disney Springs episode. And uh, if you have a if you have a small child that is um, you know wanting to get all doweled up. Uh, the Bibbidi Boppity Boutique is a great, great place to go uh, and get it done. Now, it's not the cheapest. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know what their prices are because you have to call. Um, so, and I, ah, they get you. They get you. Um, <laughs> you know, you have to call to make reservations, but they don't really put their price on anything. I know you can find out what their price is online because other people that have had right, their kids do it have it. posted it. Um, but I'm not sure the exact price of it, but... If um, can you put a price on your child's happiness? No, I mean, on, <laughs> in, I, honestly, I don't think you really can because it, it's. I mean, well, I guess you can. Five hundred dollars might be a little excessive, but oh, I, I don't think. No way, it's five hundred. No, I think it's somewhere people, around sixty. If I if I yeah, remember the last time I saw it. So, um, but it's a really cool thing for your you know your daughter um, to go and get you know dress up like a princess and they go and do her hair. Sorry. Uh, they go and do her hair, and they sprinkle pixie dust in her hair afterwards. And uh, the, I think the, one of the coolest things, though, is that after they get all dialed up, they walk around the park. Cast members throughout the park will, like, bow to them yeah, uh, and morning call them. princess. Yeah, yeah, good morning, princess, or whatever it may be. I just think it's a really cool thing uh, for a child to do because, I mean, you are in one of the most magical places in the world. For sure. But it's like a one-time thing. Like, as annual oh, yeah. pass holders, we're not going to do it every time no. we go. <laughs> No, she can wear her dress. She, she can wear a dress every time we go. That's <laughs> fine. But we're only doing the Bippity Bobbity Boutique once. Yeah. Um, and then if you really want to kind of, you know, do the experience right, um, you can do Bippity Bobby Boutique and also get a reservation across the way at Cinderella's Royal Table. Yes. Um, which is a really awesome dining experience inside the castle. So you get a, it looks like you're in a royal hall of Cinderella's castle, which I think is really cool. Uh, and not only do you meet Cinderella, but you meet all the other princesses. You meet Belle and Sleeping Beauty uh, or Aurora. Um, so it, it's just a really cool experience if you have a young child that wants to do it. Um, where do you go for? Oh, back to uh, Sir Mickey's. Sir Mickey's is a oh, uh, character yes. meet and greet. Yes. You can meet uh, Tinkerbell. You can meet Mickey. Um, I think there's a couple others, but, uh, once again, you know, our stance on, uh, meeting characters. Well, you know, Casey's stance. My stance is that I would probably wait in every line just to get a photo with everybody. And you can, but... you can go by yourself and wait in line all day <laughs> to meet the characters. That's so fun. Um, well, actually right next to that is actually our, uh, our, we kind of talked about, I said, I liked the dessert and you oh. said you didn't. Okay. So, okay. Let's talk about this for a second. So when we went just a couple weeks ago, we went right on the end of Halloween and beginning of Christmas season. So we got there on the 31st because we wanted to see the last of the Halloween and see them transform over to Christmas. So the day we got there, they had the Maleficent ice cream cone, which was a black ice cream cone with a lime. They're calling it ice cream. It was a sorbet with like um, chocolate horns. Okay, very cool. Very, very cool for a photo op. I'm not a lime sorbet kind of person. I would be a lime ice cream person, but I'm not like a sour tart. 
not for ice cream. Anyways, that, that that's just personal. Anyways, so <laughs> <laughs> the next couple days when we went um, back to go check it out, it was the Tinkerbell ice cream. Again, it's a sorbet. Stop calling it ice cream. But a green cone with this lime sorbet um, with white chocolate wings and like they literally sprinkled glitter on it it was so pretty oh and cotton candy green uh, i was about to say candy. green apple, apple cotton, cotton, candy. cotton candy yeah that that was probably my favorite part of it yeah that so that looked like cotton. her like little tutu around it we have a picture it's up on my instagram i think it might be on eric's instagram it's on explore the mouse instagram okay. so it's all over it yeah it's a it was a great photo op and it looked so cute it just was not like you know when you're super excited for ice cream and then you bite into it and you're like, this tastes like I'm eating a lime, which see, I do. See, here's the thing. I, You know me. I love key lime pie. I love that yeah. key lime flavor. So this, to me, was amazing. Um, you know, the only thing <laughs> – I walked around, though, eating this thing, and I literally – I'm like, is my mouth glittery? Because, <laughs> I, I mean, there was the literally, was so like, pretty, but there was edible so glitters glitter inside it. or on this thing. Yeah. And I was like, is my mouth glittery now? Um, but it was it was definitely a good treat. Uh, and I haven't I haven't heard anything bad about it from a lot of other people that no. I have got it. Um, that I'm not wrote, saying it was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was delicious. I mean, I, I ate most of it because Casey didn't like it. It's just a personal preference thing. So I'm not saying it was done poorly or it was like disgusting no it was just personal preference for me i didn't yeah. love it but um but i thought it was pretty good and then also right next cute. there too is another uh, eatery you could do it the friar's nook and uh yes. pretty much it's exactly what you think it's everything pretty much fried <laughs> <laughs> no i'm trying it's not the fried nook it's the friar's nook but they do have like fried twinkies um which i didn't know about disappointed we missed that one um you know but they have like loaded buffalo chicken tots and you know all these other different things bratwurst and tots and uh pretty much a lot of tater tots so they should call it the tater tot shop sounds like <laughs> no it fits fits better as the friar's nook <laughs> uh but the friar's nook you could definitely go and uh, get what you need there um and then what else uh what else is oh Let's go right across the way to probably one of the best roller coasters. Oh, well, real quick. I think we just skipped over. I think uh, Mickey's Magic is there. Oh, we did. I'm sorry. So we... Just real quick. It's cute, fun, yeah. pop in. Okay. Mickey's Magic. <laughs> for anyone that doesn't know, it's a 3D. Um, it's a 3D like movie experience yeah. with like Mickey and Donald and other characters. And uh, I actually, I've, I've gone in it a couple times and it's actually is really fun. It's great to get out of the heat, sit down. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, it it's keeps just a the really, kids busy. Yeah, it's a really cool. Uh, it's a really cool show. And I, I remember I rolled my eyes the first time I was asked to, if I wanted to go in. I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever, let's go. Um, and then I sat in, and I was it was actually really fun. But yeah, um, give it a try. But let's go over to Seven Doors Mine Train, just because it is probably one of Such the great greatest roller coaster rides. Such a great ride. Um, it took us a while to actually ride the mine train, though, because the queue line was crazy. Um, currently, it's 85 minutes. And Honestly, that's not bad. For, it's not bad for that ride because it's normally like ninety to one hundred and twenty typically yeah. is when we look. Now, when we first, when it first came out, it was around our honeymoon. Remember, and it was like it opened up just before two hundred and something minutes. Like there was no way we were going to get on it. No, we were only in the park for one day because yeah. we it was just a stop off on our honeymoon before we went on our cruise. So um, we were like, we're not going to waste our whole day standing in line for this one ride. Um, We'll come back, and we did, and uh, it's amazing. It, it is it is probably one of the coolest roller coaster concepts um, that I've been on in a while. And if you haven't if you haven't uh, rode the ride yet, um, the coolest thing about this ride is that you're you're basically you're like in a mine car, okay? Yeah. And the mine car, like a like an actual mine car, mm-hmm. basically sways left to right as yeah. you're riding the ride. So not only are you like going up and down hills around <laughs> curves but this cart is like swinging yeah um and then throughout the ride they have like these propulsion areas where it just like jets you yeah um similar to uh kind of um the rock and roller coaster ride where it just kind of throws you and sends you really quickly same thing with this is there's a couple areas that just kind of jet you off and uh it is just one of the coolest rides now a couple tips and tricks that we can kind of give to you um my or one of my biggest ones is ride this at night. Yes, definitely. Um, this ride is 
probably the most amazing ride at night outside yes. of uh, Big Th- um, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. Yeah, you get some great views, and the ride itself is really, really cool. Because there's a lot of cool lights night. in the ride, too. Yeah. You know? Um, and then the other tip is actually, it's another nighttime one, is if you guys are there for like a bunch of days mm-hmm. and you guys could afford to miss the fireworks show... Go do this ride during the fireworks show because the wait time just drops immensely. We um, walked onto it. Yeah, we had a fast pass actually. Um, like yeah, right, but then bef- we came off yeah. and we were right back. What's well, I was saying? We had yeah. a fast pass right before the fireworks. I think it was like an eight forty-five fast pass. Yeah, and we got off the ride and we came back on. It was like fifteen-minute wait, which was absolutely nothing. Yeah. Um, so we did it like right away again. It is just so, so cool. And, and the cool thing that I love about it is similar to like Haunted Mansion is that if you're in a long queue. Yeah. You took the words out of my mouth. There is so, oh, here, I'll let you go ahead. You tell them about it. No, the queue line is just very interactive. So they have a lot of things that you can do kind of like Haunted Mansion. We touched on that last week. Um, but it's really fun. And it's not just for kids. Like I I was sitting there playing with some like nine year old last time, um, like playing the games it was really fun it's they're really cool they did a, did a good job yeah and it's just it's like it's just a really immersive thing and it's really cool because they got the seven dwarves that are all throughout the queue and uh um similar to the frozen ride in epcot like the they have like their um projected faces yeah you know um projection face and uh it's just a really cool ride and really great experience um let's go to Let's kind of backtrack a little bit to the left. Okay. Uh, and then let's go over to uh, basically Bell and the uh, Beauty and the Beast and yes. Gaston's area. Yeah. Um, there's an, uh, probably, and this is, pr- a lot of people have talked about it, is that this is a, there's a, there's a lot of mixed reviews that I've heard. Um, more good than bad. Um, and I'm talking about Be Our Guest. Oh, yeah. Um, Be Our Guest. I've heard more good than bad. Um, I've heard some people say it's not worth the money. And then I've heard some people that say it's just the experience alone is just worth it. Um, And Be Our Guest is inside the Beast Castle. And you basically have like your classic um, kind of like French style food. But they're known for their gray stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Which Um, is a dessert. Which is a dessert. Um, It comes from the song. (laughs) Be Our Guest. just like, uh, you know, just like the actual movie where they said, you know, try the gray stuff. It's delicious. Um, they have gray Supposedly stuff. Supposedly it is. Uh, actually, I have everything that I've read said the gray stuff is worth like every. It looks really cool. Yeah. I mean, it looks delicious. I mean, it pretty much looks like whipped cream. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it looks like gray whipped cream yeah. with like pearls, like, yeah. like candy Almost, pearls. I imagine it. them to be kind of like the ones we had at Enzo's Hideaway. Absolutely. Yeah. The, the I agree. cream. Yeah. No, I definitely agree. And I think kind the pearls like a are crunchy yeah. pearl. I think the pearls are probably the same too. And uh they do, they do breakfast, lunch and dinner there too, which another tip kind of uh kind of like Crystal Palace is that if you want to do the breakfast there, um you'll be able to get into the parks a little bit earlier than the gates opening. Yes. So you actually are already in the parks. But book that ahead of time because we have tried 30 days out several times because we usually just go you know such short advance. Um Yeah. So book it ahead of time because we've tried like 30 days out before and there's no times left. So, yeah. um, but if we go, we definitely have said we would do it for breakfast. They got escargot. Ooh. I love escargot. I saw for breakfast, they have a croque monsieur. They do. They have a croque really monsieur good. for breakfast, which, uh, I'm really, really, uh, excited about. Um, Sorry for the commotion guys. Just yeah. The dogs so are trying to get up. On yeah, we are. This is a real life podcast and we have a really needy dog. So, uh, if you're listening to this and you hear some banging in the background, Sorry. <laughs> That's him getting up and down off the uh, chair next to us. But um, definitely give it a try uh, if you're looking for a good meal, because I've heard nothing but good things about Be Our Guest. Uh, and they have a really cool room, too, where you can go in and you actually can see the rose. Oh, very Which is really cool. cool. Yeah, it's like... Uh, worth it like, for itself. Yeah. And it's really cool. And then right next to that, you got Enchanted Tales with Belle, which is just a really cool immersive experience yeah. uh, uh, with Belle and Lumiere, which... Uh, you could actually hear the story of Beauty and the Beast straight from Belle's mouth. We've said several really times that we're going to do it. Um, we just haven't made the time. Yeah. Because it is a show, um, there's obviously preset times. So if, I feel like every time we walk by, it's like another 30 minutes. I'm like, I don't want to wait. Yeah. And while you're over in that area, too, you cannot not pass up uh, LaFruz Brew. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah, a little up the hill is Gaston's Tavern. or yeah, it's Gaston's Tavern. Yes, and, and they serve this drink called Le Fou's Brew. 
Um, you can get it in a souvenir glass. You can get it in like a beer stein or mm-hmm. in a, a little pretty bell cup. Um, we just get it in the plastic cup. We split one. We did the stein one time. The first time we had it, we yeah. did the stein just so we had a little collect- collectible, which is probably in the garbage now. But <laughs> um, yeah, we just do the other one because it's only it's just shy of six dollars yeah, for the normal one. Price. It's like thirteen dollars for the souvenir one. It which... is so good. So it's like a frozen apple juice, mm-hmm. which now I want frozen apple juice. It's like a frozen <laughs> apple juice, um, and then they kind of put like a pump of marshmallow syrup in it, which sounds silly, but it's so good. And then there's this whipped, not even whip. It's like a passion fruit foam. Passion fruit mango. Yeah, on top, which. The first time we were like, I don't know that I want that. I might leave the passion fruit off or leave the marshmallow out. Like, we weren't sure. Which just didn't make any sense. You, yeah. Like, the toasted marshmallow and apple juice, yeah, those two kind of go together. You think about it. You know, you think about fall. But then you put passion fruit mango foam on top of that. And you, in your mind, you're like, that does not sound appetizing at all. But do it. But It's so good. The first sip. Was literally, I, I was like, I want another one. It is so good. It's Which so I think we refreshing. Did, I think we did get to that. I think we went back. Like, we probably did. <laughs> um, I think later on we were walking past. I'm like, I'm going to get another one. Yeah. It's um, so refreshing. It's delicious. They have they have food there too, but we really They have really good chocolate croissants. Oh, yeah. That's right. We did try the chocolate croissants yeah. and the uh, macaroons. I would skip the French macaroons. Yeah. Um, but I'm a snob when it comes to French macaroons. So. And they got giant cinnamon rolls. Yeah. Did oh, you yeah. Those, those cinnamon rolls, like the size of your head. They were huge. But the chocolate croissants are big and they are delicious. Yeah. And so. they're only four bucks, which is a great, uh, which is a great thing. Like, so if you're in the park early and you haven't had breakfast yet, um, you know, we always try to tell people like, you know, always, you know, stop in maybe Starbucks or something. Yeah. Um, but if you want to beat the crowds on Main Street, you know, shoot yeah, straight, straight to the other up. side of the castle and you can go there and get a chocolate croissant for breakfast, um, which is really delicious. But uh, and then you could also meet Gaston right outside, which Gaston is probably one of the funniest He's so great. characters. Actually, this last trip was like the first time I didn't see him there. <laughs> oh, you know why? They moved him. Oh. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't uh, they actually moved him on the other side of the store, so closer to Little Mermaid. Oh, okay. Um, you know you know that little cart? Yes. All right, they moved him on the back side of that cart. Oh, okay. So uh, he upgraded from the bathrooms to... Back behind a cart. He's hilarious. He's very <laughs> funny if you ever have a chance. Even if you don't want to wait in line to take a picture with him, like just watching him, how he interacts with other yeah. people, he's so funny. And he's also, he's a character that doesn't stay in the same spot. Yeah, like, he can he'll, move around. He'll roam around like basically the little square that Gaston's Tavern and everything is in. Um, so you might see him over at his meet and greet, and then two minutes later you might see him over by the fountain yeah. messing with people. So There's a couple... Um, of characters in Fantasyland that are allowed to roam around. Like the um, evil stepmother and Drusella and Anastasia are allowed yeah. to move around as well. You can usually catch them by the, like, I don't know, I think those are called, like, turrets. Um, yeah, the by turrets. By the carousel. Yeah, they're, like, right behind the carousel. There's, a, after, like, with the remodel they did in 2009, yes. they put, like, some kind of castle turret type things up, and yeah. you could always see them right there. And, and they're funny, too. Yeah, so another really, good little tidbit. But, yeah, they don't ha- they're don't. they not, like, required to stand in one spot. They kind of move around with you, so, which is yeah. kind of fun. So um, Let's go to Little Mermaid real quick, but let's talk about that amazing... <laughs> Uh, amazing dish over at the snack stand. Oh, now, yeah. The, like, mystery cart Yeah, there's, there. So there's, yeah. like, a mystery cart across from the entrance of Little Mermaid that not many people know about. It. And since it's on the backside of um, uh, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, yes. it's not really... A lot of people don't really know about it. Yeah. But they have some really awesome things there, like the Mermaid Donut. Yes. Um, which is a great photo I'm op. Sad I didn't get that this time. Yeah, it was so it, full of sugar. <laughs> it is, um, but it's got like this really awesome white chocolate mermaid tail that comes out yeah. the center. It's just really cool. And if you do type any type of blogging or Instagramming, it's just a great photo op um, opportunity to have that donut. Sometimes we pick our snacks based off of what photos we can. get. Oh, we totally do. <laughs> not, and if I mean, if not you, gonna lie, guys. I mean, if you looked at it, we did the citrus swirl this last trip just so we can take a picture of yeah. the citrus swirl with the sign, uh, which is pretty cool. But uh, they have that sweet Thai chili shrimp, which is something that just completely yeah. baffles me to find at a little quick service cart. Yeah, um, it's kind of random. Because you think about quick service carts, you think of the churros and all that other stuff. You don't right. really think of sweet Thai chili shrimp. Yeah. Um, and it's so it's a vegetable coleslaw or a vegetable slaw with a ginger vinaigrette, poached shrimp with salt and lemon tossed in chili mayo garnished with black sesame seeds. 
Yum. That doesn't sound like anything you typically get at a cart. Especially but. not at one that serves a donut and what are they, they, they call it the witch's brew. They have like a frozen lemonade Yep. and you can get different flavor. You can get like a watermelon flavor or. Yeah. So they have a witch's frozen brew, which is a frozen lemonade uh, and frozen Coke swirled with Monin cherry, Granny Smith, apple, watermelon, and red passion fruit syrup. Yeah. There were a ton a of kids. <laughs> well, yeah, I think you can pick like a different flavor too, if you want. No, because that's all they have there. So no, the witches... but I'm saying you can just you can pick just one. You don't. Oh yeah, to yeah. Get, if like, you the don't whole mix. Yeah, because there was that the little mix. girl when we were waiting in line for Ariel. Yeah, she had just the lemonade with watermelon, and it looked really good. Yeah, so yeah, you can mix and match if you don't want something in there, but yeah. it's just a really cool stand, um, you know. And you know, like I said, you're you're right across from Ariel, which typically has a wait time. So uh, why not get a snack or a drink and yeah. uh, go wait in? Um, Little Mermaid, which, by the way, is one of our, uh, probably one of our favorite kind of like non... Yeah, it's like a kiddie ride. I mean, I'd consider it a kiddie ride. Oh, it's totally a kiddie ride. Yeah. <laughs> like, but we do love it. We do it every time. We get um, we get some weird looks when we're in line just um, <laughs> because we have like no kids and people are like, oh, you don't have any kids. Okay, cool. Yeah, so our trip is going better than yours. Yeah. Dad. Um, <laughs> which this last time, the line was kind of... It was weird. I feel like that queue often moves quickly, but I, I don't know. They must have been like, there must have been some people having trouble getting on and off because the queue line, we actually times. got out of it yeah. and left and we were not the only group. We were probably no. the fifth or sixth group to get out of line. Well, um, they said the queue, they said the wait time was only 40 minutes. No, less than. Or was it 30? No, it was, no, it was, that's right. It was 35 minutes. And then we got in and we're like, that's not bad, 35 minutes. And then we came to a standstill where we barely moved. And yeah. then I looked on the app and it was up to 45 minutes. Yeah. And we usually know, like, we kind of have points in the line where we know, like, okay, if we're actually standing here, then it's actually only 20 minutes from this point. Like, we, we yeah. know enough. And we, we were not at the 35-minute point. No. And we, we got a like, fa- yeah. uh... And we had a fast pass elsewhere, so we jumped out of the line so yeah. we... You know, had so we could hit our fast pass, which I think was Jungle Cruise. And then I think we went and got a fast pass for Little Mermaid right after that. We did, yeah. and yeah, <laughs> so, we pretty much. And then we walked right onto Little Mermaid yeah. like a couple hours later. Yeah. Um, but the Little Mermaid is just a, it is a fun ride. Yeah. They did um, a it's great a fun job ride just to it. kind of get off your feet. Um, you know, it's if you guys have been on uh, like the Epcot ride, uh, Finding Nemo. Yes, it's the same concept. It's the same concept. You know, you get inside of a shell and the doors close and you just basically sit there as it brings you through a show. Mm-hmm. And it is a really fun, sh- it is a really fun like experience. You yeah, know? they did a really good job. And um, uh, we love the Little Mermaid, especially you. Yeah. So. <laughs> I love the Little, Mer- Little Mermaid. Um, one thing I noticed this time, and I actually didn't point it out to you, I thought this was really cool. Um, so it's not all like a TV screen or anything. It's all like they have actual animatronics and all of the aerials of the under the water scenes. Her hair is like this smooth plastic or whatever material they make her out of. And then when she goes to dry land, her hair is it's actually a wig. So it was oh. like a curled wig. I know because oh. at first I was like, well, wait a minute, her hair doesn't match. Like that really bothers me. And then I realized, oh, it's because she's dry and out of the water. They gave her like definitive curls with this wig where the, under the water scenes, she has this, like, it's like a hard shell of like hair because it has to look like it's moving. I just thought that was so cool. The attention to to detail. I have never noticed that. Okay. So next time we go, I'll have to point it out to you again. I have never noticed that. That is, see, that is one of those attention to detail things that I absolutely love about Disney, you know? Um, but Little Mermaid is definitely a must-do uh, ride. Yeah, it's such a great ride. Um, some of the other key points inside of uh, – hey, by the way, mine trains up to hour 15. Um, <laughs> <laughs> some of the other key points – or some of the key rides that are in there that uh, we don't really do is uh, the tea party, the teacups. Oh, we just get too sick. They're iconic, <laughs> and they're amazing. But last time we went on it, after we got off, we both looked at each other, and I think we both... That was our honeymoon. It was our honeymoon, which, I don't yeah, know what three it was. years ago. I don't know what it was, but we both got off when I said, never again. I can't. 
I can't do it. We looked at each other and we were both like green. Like halfway <laughs> through the ride, we were like, I don't know how we're going to make it. I think we said like, <laughs> let's just keep eye contact with each other. Yeah. We were trying to like, just look at each other and hopefully not. And then that just made us sicker. We just look like the creepy, <laughs> we look like creepy honeymooners that were just yeah. staring at each other's eyes. But no, we were just yeah. trying not to throw up. But teacups is an iconic ride. You don't wait very long at all because they can fit a couple people in at a time. It's a great ride. Yeah. Great photo op. Um, very fun. And then Adventures of Winnie the Pooh is a fun ride. Yes, another um, great little kitty ride. Which used to be uh, used to be the former Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Yes. Um, which you can actually kind of still kind of get that sense when you're going through that ride. That yeah. is still like Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Yeah, if you've ever been on it, you you totally know like, oh, this was the track where Yeah. And especially cuz we did Disneyland, part. we did Disneyland and Disney World all in the same year. Yes. Uh, so we got to ride Mr. Toads at Disneyland and Winnie the Pooh at Disney World, and it yeah. literally had like the same type of feel to it. Yeah. Uh, which is really cool. Um, now the last thing we're going to talk about, and it's not really technically part of Fantasyland; it's kind of its own area, but it's, it's so kind of small. A misfit, but yeah, we um, call it Fantasyland now. Only and basically the main marquee ride of this area used to be in Fantasyland, yes. right behind the uh, carousel. So. Uh, it fits. Uh, and that's Storybook Circus. Yes. Um, now, so when they did the remodel uh, back in 2009, mm-hmm. or actually, sorry, 2009 is when they announced it. I think it was like 2010 they started the remodel. Um, they took away Mickey's Toontown from Walt Disney World, uh, which has actually gone from both parks, I think, I miss now. You, isn't Toontown. It? I think yeah, Disneyland I think took it away took for it They took it away for Galaxy's Edge, I believe. Yeah. Um, so there is no more Toontown, but, uh, so Mickey's Toontown, uh, was used to be there and now it's Storybook Circus, which is a straight up circus. Um, you know, and you got the Dumbo ride, which one, one cool thing about the Dumbo ride is that they actually doubled it up. It used to only be one. Now they actually have two. That's, uh, that's not even the coolest thing about the Dumbo ride. You didn't get to go on it with me when I took, I took my nephew, um, a while back and I took him on the Dumbo ride. In the middle of the queue line is an indoor, like, fun park. There's, like, a ball pit, and there's a slide, and there's all these things. And you can sit and wait as long as you want, yeah. and then you get back in line. It's really, it's it's great for the kids, It's great, and it's inside. So, like, you can go beat the heat and just go sit there for a little bit. Well, that is one area. That is one area when uh, our daughter is old enough that I definitely want to do now because yes. you ta- you talked about how cool the queue was. It is so cool. I just um, did not expect it. I just remember being like, "Oh, great! Here we are. We're just going to get stuck in this big tent." And then all of a sudden, it was like a ball pit and a slide and like all these fun <laughs> things. I was like, "Wow, this is great!" And then the coup de gras was getting to ride Dumbo. Yes, so that's <laughs> that was pretty better. fun too. Uh, right across from Dumbo is a really huge souvenir shop. Uh, gigantic, and the cool the cool thing about it is in the center of it, and a lot of people don't know this unless you really go in there. Uh, is in the middle is they actually have their own candy shop, uh, similar to like Candy Cauldron or the Confectionery on Main Street. Uh, they have their own candy shop, and they actually have people that are um, you know doing you know basically candy apples and stuff like that inside. Yum. It's really cool. <laughs> um, you know so. It's it's just a really cool place to go, and if you have kids, it's just a really cool area it's because great. They, they have, have like the barnstormer. Yep, the barnstormer, which is like a kid roller coaster yeah. ride. Um, which actually, I've talked to people that have done the barnstormer, and they said even as an adult, it's really fun. Oh yeah, and I think so. I would have been allowed to do it pregnant. I, it's not like crazy. No, I think you can. Maybe I don't know. I'm we didn't look. Sure we did, we really didn't look into it. I'm pretty sure you're allowed to. That's a possibility. But um, <laughs> inside the middle during the summer, which I think is a really cool thing for the kids, is they have like a little splash pad. Yes. It's like a train uh, It's like a train station splash pad, and, uh, you know, the kids can go there and cool off, and parents, if you want to, go ahead, cool off. <laughs> uh, and then there's another tent back there. They have the meet and greet. Yes. Um, which that meet and greet's actually pretty cool, because uh, right now they're doing, uh, you can't really find the seven dwarves anywhere. Um, but this place is the one place you can find the seven dwarves all together for a meet and greet. Very cool. Which is really cool. Cause the only time you ever see the seven dwarves together is in the parade or at this meet and greet. You want to um, know my really favorite cool. thing about storybook? What's that? Right outside of it. There's a pretzel cart. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. So some people think there. that like the pretzels are so easy to come by. They are not. They do not sell them at every cart. No, they don't. So this cart right outside Storybook Circus has pretzels with cheese dip 
and churros. So it's like the A++ primo cart. I never thought about that. There's not like, well, I mean, there probably are, but there's not many places that we really haven't found. We've asked several times, like, this can't be the only cart. And they'll say like, oh, we're also serving them at this. But it's like two carts. Well, they have them at the snack stand in Tomorrowland underneath Astro Orbiter. Yes. Uh, And then they have them at the cart by uh, Storybook. So Right. That's um, two places. And I think there's one right by Liberty Square. It's a stand right on, uh, like, right off Main Street Yes, area. yeah, yeah. We've gotten it there before. But, but yeah. This is my favorite one. It is. It was well, cool. cheese cup. Well, it is, it is cool, pretzel. too, because you're coming, out of the, you're coming out of the circus. You grab yourself a Mickey pretzel, and uh, yeah. you kind of go, you know, go do your thing. Um, so the last thing that I just want to point out to you guys is that this is also the uh, one of the train station stops. Yes. So, if you're looking to do like the Fantasyland and Tomorrowland area, um, you can actually get off here at Storybook, and that will be your uh, actual stop. Which, if you've heard us talk before, we totally recommend the train. Oh my gosh, um, it's so much fun! It is so much fun. It's a ride in itself. It's a great way to get off your feet. A fun thing for the kids because it's interactive, and it's just a really great way to see the parks from a different perspective. And there's some cool things that are uh, like in the woods off the train tracks that you can't see from the normal park. Yes. You know, like they have uh, like, you know, really cool like Indian statues. That's what um, I'm saying. It's interactive. Like, yeah. It's not like you're just sitting on a little train. No, like, it's, it's just really cool. It's and, very fun. And again, Walt, you know, Walt loved trains. That was like one of his yeah. like biggest loves in life was trains. So um, to kind of to kind of ride something that Walt wanted at his parks. Yeah. Uh, well, really at some cool point thing. we'll talk about the one in Disneyland because it's there's a even better piece of nostalgia in the one yes. in Disneyland. But we'll get to that when we do a Disneyland episode. So Yes, but that uh, brings us to the end of Fantasyland. We did it. We did it. Uh, I'm excited, and that means we only have one more park before we are finished with the Magic Kingdom. Woohoo! And, and then we uh, kind of move on to some other things for a I'm, little I'm bit. really excited to move on to some other things. I don't think we'll ever do, like, a big park like this all in one like all in a series. I think this will be like, cause I, I, I'm really excited to talk about so many cool things that Disney has to offer. Yeah. Well, and there's just so many things going on right now. So it's oh, just absolutely. a great 20, time to talk about 2019 is going to be unbelievable for Disney. For Disney. Yeah. Um, we are it, very excited. Yeah. It is going to be in, and the fact to get annual pass memberships and to be able to go experience 2019 at Disney is just going to be awesome because it is just, it, it's already looking to be an amazing year. Yes. So, and it's Mickey's 90th the whole year. So that's the cool part. Yes. Anyways. Um, yeah. So that brings us to the end of this episode. We want to thank you so much for listening in. Uh, and supporting us on all the social media sites. Go check us out on Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. Uh, and also check us out at explorethemouse.com where you can find everything from our blogs to our schedules to pictures from our trips, everything. And our personal Instagrams are on there, everything. Yep. So, so you, you can you find all that. Thank you for listening every week and for sharing too. Every share helps us out so much. So we Absolutely. appreciate it. Thank you so much. We'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye. Have a great week. Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. At Farmers Insurance, we know every windshield collision has a unique sound. Beetle. Bird poop. Drone. Seen it? Covered it. Click for more. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state.